I think the best advice that I can give any designer mm-hmm. is that you're generally only one more core competency away from making it big. And if you're a designer and you've got awesome design expertise, go focus on how to master sales and marketing because that will allow you to sell your design expertise and then that gives you the opportunity to start your own business. Hey everyone, it's me again and you're listening to the another episode of TDLS. This is actually the 26th episode. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> so on this week episode, I had a quick but meaningful chat with multiple six-figure design business owner, founder of the Design Accelerator training program. That's Patrick O'Connell that you uh, listened on uh, previously. So in this uh, in this intro, so Patrick is an entrepreneur who has dedicated his life to helping designers and design business owners to develop the most essential part of their business. You know what it is, guys? Sales. S A L E as sales <laughs> we all we all need that right so in this episode we talk about that and we also talk about his design life stories from ground up how we transition on being a full-time design business owner from having a nine-to-five job how we overcome challenges on building his company essential topics on how to generate high value design clients with predictability and we also talk about productivity tips and book recommendation for creative professionals like you uh, we also shared uh, some value tips or some value bomb from his blueprint the design client blueprint that you can also download it below uh, our friend patrick is really generous uh, generous to share that for us uh, especially for the tdls family and for our listeners and for the listeners of or for the listeners of this podcast And for those who would like to know more on how to support the show, you can support the show by visiting the designlifeshow.com. You can check all the information on that and how do, how you can donate, how you can share uh, your favorite podcast, how you can add value on on everyone, right? So if you like to really support the show, please don't <laughs> do not Uh, do not give uh, negative feedback if you don't like the podcast just go ahead move forward uh, find another podcast that uh, you might like right so don't don't be mean right don't be mean guys so if you like to really support the show uh, uh, for those who really uh, find this valuable just uh, give um, honest feedback or at least five star <laughs> five star feedback on iTunes. So in that way, uh, we, you will help me to reach more people this message and uh, you can also support it, uh, the show. So you can also share your favorite episode or you can also share it to your loved ones, family, friends, or even strangers. Uh, why not, right? So we can also change someone's lives or we can also inspire them or motivate them to get started on the project or to get started on design career or creative career, right? Whatever career it is, right? So the most important thing is to get started. And this is the meaning of the Design Life Show. Uh, this is to inspire and creatives to do the, to get things done, right? So that's it, guys. So thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for 
uh, for visiting me again on this podcast. So thank you so much and I really appreciate all the support that I have, especially for my patron. So thank you for uh, donating uh, your money to this podcast of mine and this creation. And I really look forward to meeting you or uh, look forward to hear from you again so thank you so much again and i think we can go now on this episode guys so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode you're listening to the design life show a podcast that helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life it's me jake rice a designer from the philippines best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me, Jake Rice, and you are listening to the another episode of TDLS, and I'm super pumped right now because I'm here with uh, Patrick O'Connell. Uh, a multiple six-figure design business owner and the founder of the Design Accelerator Training Program. So I'm sure you will learn a lot from this episode and I'm super pumped to talk with Patrick. So Patrick, how are you? Thank you so Jay much. Chris, I'm really well, thanks, mate. Lovely to be on your podcast. Uh, I've been through seeing all of your content and what you're uh, working on mm-hmm. and the way that you're kind of contributing to designers and creatives is awesome yeah thank you so much so for those who are listening actually i reached out to patrick so i got this checklist it's called yeah it's called the design client blueprint so patrick is the author of that and i I really uh, admire her his work it's it's really uh, a great resource for those who would like to leverage their growth as a designer or as a design business owner right so uh, for those who don't know you patrick can you share a little bit what are you doing right now? Can you share about you? Yeah, yeah of course. So um, I started out studying design probably like 10, 12 years ago here in yeah. Melbourne. I was originally from a small country town in Australia of uh, yes. 30,000 people. Really knew that design was the thing for me. Loved it creatively. Uh, I designed products as a trade, so like industrial design, designing for manufacture, and just loved the idea of being able to create something from nothing, which I think most creatives understand, I suppose. Got, went through five years of uni, got myself to what I thought was going to be my dream job, working in design, working for a couple of pretty big reputable companies here in Melbourne, but also in London. And then just got to the point where I realized that I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to run my own business. So I was lucky enough that I had a few mates that were insane freaks when it came to marketing, paid ads, and they took me under their wing. And I was able to go from essentially working a nine-to-five job that I did love, but I didn't really have the money or the freedom to do what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, I was able to go from a nine-to-five job to building my own design business um, to the point where it is now. And along the way, people, I suppose, started to ask, you know, how the hell did you get to this point and how did you build up the business so quickly? So I've started helping people over the last 18 months as well with building their own design business. So selling their design expertise. So I manage my own industrial design consultancy whilst also 
running the Design Accelerator, which is essentially a mastermind course for designers and creatives to teach them the business and marketing fundamentals that we were never really taught when we yeah. were studying our skill set. 100%. So that they can go do their own thing. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think a lot of creatives or uh, specifically designers is really not into marketing, right? So I, I when I read your, read your blueprint, so I, I learned so much on the, on the, uh, like the two strategies that you need, uh, the desire and the solution, right? So can you explain or can you add your insight about that for those who would like to you know, uh, to have this high-paying client or just to uh, leverage their business and their design business? Definitely. Well, I mean, the, the thing that all designers want to do more than <laughs> anything, we, we love what we do. Yeah. But who says that we don't, we can't get paid really well for 100%. doing it at this time, yeah. right? So... The, the one thing that I've definitely noticed over the years and what allows people in any space, it doesn't matter what business it is, the fundamentals are yeah. all the same. What allows you to charge the highest possible rate and the highest project rate for your expertise is figuring out what highly valuable solution you can solve for a business owner or a person's problem. So it's really about thinking about what your design expertise can do for the value of a business, identifying to, uh, with them what their their biggest problem is. That's you know either um, they're, they're struggling with growth or their yeah. their identity or they need another product design. Really figuring out how you can position yourself as the solution to their problems. Then people are really willing to spend whatever it is to get that problem fixed. Yeah, 100%. Uh, actually, uh, I realized when I relaunched my website and I just, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm really focusing on the design, on the, on the branding, but the real work is, uh, into this, uh, marketing thing because, uh, it's really hard and you need to, uh, give your, uh, give a lot of time. And I think a lot of creatives didn't realize that and, uh, so to speak. So, Especially Filipino creatives or whatever, wherever you are, or, uh, I think, uh, uh, what Patrick can share or, uh, what we can learn from Patrick is to, you know, uh, solve the, the, the one problem or the, and then, uh, give the desire and then give the solution or so to speak. So thank you, uh, Patrick for, let's just go back to your, uh, journey and when you're starting, uh, can you share a little bit about your challenges? How do you overcome those challenges? Uh, especially for those who just getting started, for those who are listening to us. I think we can learn from your journey as well. Definitely. So the, I think the biggest lesson that I learned, uh, from like early obstacles is to always say yes mm -hmm. to, to projects and opportunities that scare you a little bit. Uh, because that's where the real growth comes from. The, you really, it's, it's the same idea as going to the gym. You don't actually ever put on any more muscle unless you experience pain because the muscles have to, you know, momentarily break in order to reheal and, and become stronger. So you need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations, which then essentially stretches the elastic band that allows you 
to become a way more uh, uh, skilled, I suppose, and confident designer. So like a couple of examples, I, I think just projects that I would have felt like were just out of my reach in regards to um, complexity with like electronics design, but really just saying yes to the opportunity and then just figuring it out. And now that you say yes to that opportunity, now electronics products aren't anywhere near as scary as they were, you know, six years ago. So it's about really figuring out where the roadblocks are and heading straight for them. Yeah, so just, uh, I think a lot of creatives really uh, undervalue this uh, to get started on experience the, the, the failures or just to be, uh, you know, just to uh, go out with their comfort zone. And that's really uh, amazing, Patrick. So thank you for uh, sharing that. Absolutely. What you've shared with me is this design client blueprint. Uh, is is it possible to do? Uh, I like what you've said. The principles of this blueprint is also can apply to any any businesses, right? Not only design or any creative design businesses. Uh, for Absolutely. Those, anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone that does their creative expertise. Yeah. This is actually uh, a great resource, and for for sure, a lot of people really. Uh, get value from this one. I see that you uh, also shared, uh, you know, the the market or how to talk with markets or how to find your niche. And is it is it possible also for for design designer? Can you give a little bit about case studies that we can uh, sh- uh, that we can uh, you know articulate or to to be to have a clarity with our market as a designer or as a creative. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, if I, I think if I understand you correctly, like, yeah. go into the idea of like how powerful like a really well refined case yeah. study yeah. can be for like appealing to your market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I think the first thing to understand is that you have to be really, you really have to think coming from the shoes of the person who's looking to hire you. So you have to ask yourself, what is it about the previous projects that you've done that they would yes. deem valuable, then really just communicate that value to them. So one of the, the bigger mistakes that I see a lot of designers and creatives doing is throwing all of this amazing looking work onto a website or a portfolio yeah. that looks fantastic, but it doesn't really communicate to the person who would potentially want to work with you what your value is to them. So it's really about trying to extract uh, what result or transformation you are able to provide your client with your design expertise. So the design expertise, your craft is the tool to get them there. But what they want is the result. So as soon as you figure out what the result is, getting clients and getting high-paid clients becomes 10 times easier. Wow, that's really uh, powerful and... Uh, that's uh, that's actually in the in your blue blueprint that I read. Yeah, you connect with the cream, or yeah, you you know once people start applying, you can connect uh, by a Skype or by phone by connecting with those who are going to to be great for the uh, for what you do, right? Like what you said, it's uh, uh, you need to get to the point and provide a solid case study, which is really. Uh, a lot of creatives and even mine i uh, i i think uh uh on my previous uh, portfolio so i just create uh, my 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 design and, and just post it without without getting uh without adding any 
or description or how how it will help the business, right? So I think a lot of creatives usually don't recognize that potential, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. So for those, uh, for I, I think you you're you're being you're so successful right now, and I think it's really uh you know uh it gives me an inspiration also to be on your position and level because uh, uh a lot of uh and you know uh it's inspiring to know that you build your business from ground up or what we can say it's you need to really work hard for that and how's how's your usual day right so i think you're really busy for or is it you uh you're trying to design your uh your schedule for a month or for a week or you just uh create your uh, like me i'm i uh for me i'm using my uh, journal an analog format so i created the bullet points what to do or what's the task how, how do you how do you design your uh your day uh for for your businesses that that's an awesome question um yeah. the i i used to be all analog like you, I liked the idea of writing the moleskin, but as as projects grew and complexity in the business grows, I, I find the only way I can deal with it is Google Calendar. So Google Calendar is my bible. The yeah. the last thing I do before I I lock the door to the office is I run through what I've got coming up the next day, and essentially. Uh, as soon as a project comes on board, I allocate all of the, the estimated hours I need and throw them into the calendar and then move them around according to what is most important. But there is an element of structure there, but generally this, I'll, I'll do a weekly review on a Sunday. I'll do a monthly review every last Sunday of the month and really try to forecast as much as possible so that, you know, on a day-to-day format, there's not too much chopping and changing, I suppose. Got it. So that's really great and cool. So for you're also handling a uh, uh, few people, right, or uh, different people, or uh, do you have any software that you've used, uh, you know, like uh, productivity apps for uh, for the, for their tasks? Can you share a little bit yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I think productivity apps are like yeah. my favorite topic, but they're also yeah. my least favorite topic because <laughs> I think it's very easy to get stuck in yeah, uh, a nifty new gadget, but you really have to ask yourself mm-hmm. whether it's effective. So, to be honest, the most effective, uh, the most effective apps, I think, uh, obviously Gmail, but it's the extension. It's a, yeah. a really cool extension called Yesware. And what it allows you to do is track when your prospects and clients have opened emails. Wow. So you can send out a proposal um, to them. It will tell you when they've opened it. And as soon as you open, you can get them on the phone immediately because wow. you know that they're at the top of your mind. Yeah, that's great. So I will check that out. I usually use uh, Trello and I, I, I have, I'm using plugins Butler. So you, uh, Butler plugin is you can uh, automate your uh, you know your tasks for those who you just uh, you just drag and drop your cardboard and then there's an automation going on and they will add the checklist that uh, anyone can do 
for that day. So uh, for sure, I will no. add that on our show notes and as well. Yeah. Uh, do you have any also book recommendations? So I think, uh, I think I, I've been really reading a lot about creative confidence and design, uh, you know, uh, valuable, uh, you know, uh, getting like getting value from your work. So do you have any recommendations for our listeners? Absolutely. I'll give, I'll give you two right now. I'll give you one that's designed and then one that's completely not designed. So I, I have a book. Uh, that I was given probably five or six years ago. Um, being a product designer, I've always idolized Dita Rams, who was the wow. designer at Braun, who mm-hmm. is, um, I suppose, being uh, championed as the design inspiration for a lot of the Apple products. But he has a book called As Little Design as Possible, which is all about um, design minimalism. So cool. I find that to be the most inspiring book. Uh, Wow. Book, I suppose, on design mm-hmm. I've got. It's huge. It's the, the size of about two bricks and it takes, it takes mm-hmm. a good month to read through, but it's insanely good. The, the next one is a book by a guy called Steve Seabold. And this is not really related too much to design, but it's more relatable to your mindset and mental yeah. toughness. Mm-hmm. It's called 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. So essentially it's, a book that deconstructs how the uber successful people think. And I find that insanely powerful in regards to building perspective in regards to uh, where I'm at and where I want to go. Uh, if, you know, obstacles come up, how to deal with them, I suppose. So, yeah, they're the two books that I recommend. Cool. That's, that's really great. Uh, for sure, I will add that and I will check that out, uh, check that book's and yeah, I think, uh, we can wrap it up. Uh, can you, uh, share your practical advice for those who, uh, you know, uh, for those who would like to leverage their growth as a designer or leverage their growth as a business owner? Can you share your best practical advice for them? Totally. So, um, I think the best advice that I can give any designer mm-hmm. is that you're generally only one more core competency away from making it big. And if you're a designer and you've got awesome design expertise, go focus on how to master sales and marketing because that will allow you to sell your design expertise and then that gives you the opportunity to start your own business. Wow, that's powerful. And thank you so much for that. Uh, I really appreciate your time, Patrick. And for those who would like to reach you out and... Can you share also a little bit about your design client blueprint for those who are listening right now? Yeah, sure. So the design client blueprint is essentially just the, the six kind of step framework that myself and my clients who are designers use to generate clients for themselves in the design space. So if people want more information on that, um, I'm happy to shoot you through a link, Jay Christ, um, so yeah, that people sure. can have a look at that. But um, I've also got a, a webinar on my website that's like a 50-minute f- kind of free training that people can help themselves to. Um, mm-hmm. you just got to put your email address in, but it's patrickoconnell.co. 
Yeah, for sure. I will add that on our show notes. If you are listening to your uh, favorite podcast app, just scroll down and you will uh, you will see the links that I will be adding. Also, you if you are listening to the actual site, so uh, just scroll down and you will see all the links that we've talked about on this episode. Thank, so thank you so much again, Patrick. So thank you so much for uh, for accepting my invitation and for uh, you know uh, for inspiring and motiv- uh, sharing your knowledge. And I really appreciate your time and effort for this episode. Excellent. It's been a pleasure to be on, Jay Chris, and I love the podcast and and the, the caliber of people on. So it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, and I hope to talk with you soon again. Sounds good. And that's it, guys. So thank you so much for joining me on this week podcast with Patrick. So I hope you learn a lot. And do you learn a lot on this episode? Just let me know. Let me know if you if I'm moving to the right direction. If you find this valuable, just send your honest review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Uh, just give me a five star. <laughs> no, just kidding. So please do let me know also if you have any questions. Just send them over at least two minute audio clip so i will answer that on air and i will also give meaningful advice you can also know more about this crazy mission this very crazy mission right <laughs> you can know more about it at the designlifeshow.com you know what to do guys share your share the lab share the positive vibe share the the learnings right so thank you so much again and i hope to hear from you soon again and hope to See you soon next week on on another episode of the Design Lab show. See you later guys.